welcome to Religion Made Me Do It. I am Raquel, and this is Brenna. Um, sorry, we're a little bit um, under the weather today, and by under the weather, hungover. Hungover. Yeah, really fucking hungover. We had a really titty time yesterday. Raquel turned 23. Yeah. Nobody likes you when you're 23. I like you just fine. Oh, well, that's sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So today we're talking about our favorite people, Adam and Steve. Happy, Happy Pride Month. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. <laughs> Adam and Eve. Yeah. Um, or, uh, excuse me, man and woman, because their names don't actually get mentioned until, like, the last bit of Genesis 3. Oh, true. Yeah. Yeah. Because God's just like, yeah, hey, man, hey, woman. Well, I feel like... You don't really, like, need to name something that's, like, it's the only one, you know? Then you could just that's be, like, true. Man, Because, like, towards the end, it's, like, um, you know, God, like, shuns them, and then Adam makes love with Eve, <laughs> and then she pops out with Cain and Abel. But we're getting a little ahead of ourselves there. Yes, a little bit. Um, so we are going to go through this in two parts. Um... And we're starting with the good stuff and ending with the better stuff. (laughs) It always gets better. It always does. It's like a progression. Yeah. (laughs) So um, I'm going to be covering the creation and Brennan's going to be covering the the fall of men and woman. Yeah. Eve's big mistake. Dun dun. I don't think it was a mistake though. Yeah, I really don't. We're going to get into that. Yeah. Anyway, so chapter i don't know what chapter it is in the bible it's like three i guess so god has just created the world um and the earth slash land is empty and formless and god's Um, like i need to fix this i know it's just it's like it's bare it's bare it's bare like a baby's (laughs) butt jesus um and apparently rain had not come on the earth yet so it was watered by underground springs i thought that was a Cute little fun fact. Um, so God forms man from the dust and breathes life into his nostrils. Which is <laughs> I think it's cute. He's I like, like it. <laughs> He's like snorting coke. <laughs> the cocaine of life. I'm high, really on life. high on life. I'm high on life. So um, God gives Adam the um, life cocaine and puts him in the Garden of Eden where there is the tree of life and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Um, then they go into some, you know, ex- explanation of the rivers there. I'm not going to go too much into that because... It's a lot of rivers. It's just a lot of rivers and a lot of them don't exist anymore. And this is just trying to explain where the garden is. Yeah. Um, so Adam is to work in the garden and says all the trees are for eating except for the tree of knowledge. Um, in my notes, it says, you'll die, bitch. But basically, God just said, just don't do it. It's probably not a good idea. Because you'll die. You won't like it. And you'll if, you, die. if you eat this, you'll die. And it's also kind of ironic because they don't mention, like, not partaking of the tree of life. Yeah. Which you find out later if you were to eat of this the fruit of this tree, you would become immortal, mm. like God. I mean, so it's kind of like a double whammy. We got like two double-edged swords. We got the 
the tree of knowledge, which will make you know stuff like God, and mm-hmm. the tree of life, which will make you live like God. And basically, God's like, you can't be like me, even though I made you in my image. Yeah. So I pretty much look at the whole creation of kind of like God wanting to have like these puppets because God's mm-hmm. just lonely. He's like, I need something to worship me because <laughs> I'm so great. Yep. I like, I'm just getting lonely here. Like nothing's going on. Like I need somebody to worship me. Like, wow. See, I think that's where we differ in opinion a little bit because like there is something to be said for like a loving God that creates things that will... I don't know. Yeah, but why would you why would you create things? Like what is the purpose? I don't know. Why do people have children? I feel like it's part part of it's like to feel good about yourself. Uh not necessarily. I mean it's like leaving a legacy. God was, you know, at his life crisis. (laughs) So it's it's part of a legacy thing, but what is that? It's like to to like make yourself feel good so you won't feel like you're forgotten and stuff. I don't know. I don't think it's totally bad for God to have been lonely. I don't think it is either. I'm not saying that, like, the whole creation of shit is bad. But also, I think that it's a little bit of a God complex. (laughs) God has a God complex. He does. Yeah. I'll get into more of that later. All right. So, um, he tells Adam, you'll die, bitch, if you eat the fruit from the tree of knowledge. Um, and... God wants to make a helper for Adam because Adam's lonely, I guess. You know, he's been drinking yeah, the, the woods. The, the animals don't cut it. No. He's like, well, <laughs> I put my dick in this animal and it just, it doesn't work. <laughs> it's not it cut. It feel quite right. It doesn't feel... I can't place it. it <laughs> there's something a little off. It's a little furry. I don't know. Adam may have been a furry. You don't know what he's into. <laughs> So, um, Adam's lonely, and so God brings the animals to him for him to name, which I guess would be a lengthy process, unless there's like, I don't know, ten animals at this point. Um, but you know, fuck evolution, I don't know. But, (laughs) so, God's like, hmm, you know what, after you named all of these animals, I realized that none of these are, like, really good for you because they're all different creatures, so. Maybe he was like, Adam's, like, getting way too into this furry shit. Like, I gotta do something about it. I like, he's full on challenging orange in the woods. Like, I gotta put a stop to this. Um, so God puts Adam into a deep sleep um probably you know morphine or something you know yeah like it's like the coke of life but it's (laughs) it's the morphine of sleep and sweet relief (laughs) um so he takes out a rib from adam and makes eve which yeah can we talk about this because pretty much by making Eve or like a woman because she's not named yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that it's really ironic here that they choose to say that Eve is made of woman and not made from the dust the same as Adam mm-hmm. because it's particularly putting the woman already like a level lower because mm-hmm. man has been made by God and then woman's been made of man. Mm-hmm. So it's like man is closer to God because he's made of God, made mm-hmm. from God, mm-hmm. and then woman's made of you know, man. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, they, even the term, like, woman is like, man plus. Yeah, well, man. Well, man. 
Uh, right. It's like, oh man, I gotta put a stop to your furry shit. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack here um, in terms of Eve, but after um, he makes Eve, which also just like the logistics of a single rib. Yeah, she's been like two feet. <laughs> Not even. A rib is very small. It's like the size of your hand. Pocket <laughs> pussy. <laughs> for she was taken out of man and they were naked and felt no shame which that part's kind of cute yeah and so basically the whole nakedness is part of like the ignorance Mm -hmm. and so something that I wanted to talk about is like this whole story and like the transition into the fall which I'm about to cover is basically like the whole ignorance is bliss kind of thing Mm -hmm. and so you know God makes man and from man becomes woman and so now we're in Genesis 3, we're talking about how the serpent was more crafty, but also like, how is this the case? Because <laughs> if God has like made all these animals, why would he purposefully, and if we're talking about like an omniscient God that knows everything and has made everything, then why would you make the serpent more crafty? <laughs> like seriously. So... Wait, have you seen that video of a, a snake on a blanket? Because snakes can't get traction on certain surfaces, so it just kind of slithers really? in, like, oblivion. That's really cool. I'm it's really good. good. Lincoln, bye. Just, <laughs> we'll put it in the show notes. God. Um, but yeah, so anyway, so, like, if God made the animals and everything, and he has the power to do so, then why did God make the serpent this way? And so kind of like based on how the story goes because most people like look at you know the serpent and how he like tempts Eve quote unquote mm-hmm. and like views him as like the Satan devil <laughs> character of like the whole thing and how it's just Satan in disguise of like a serpent mm-hmm. which okay like that's fine but I mean if we really like crack into it more you know the serpent tells woman like really God said you can't like eat this fruit like what the fuck is that about and she's like yeah well he said like well, God. I like how Satan sounds here, kind of like you know, like that um, that one like bad idea friend. He's like, really a fruit, a piece of fruit, pussy that you won't. Well, yeah, but also like I don't even think that he's really being that um, like what's the word? Temptatious? Is that a word? Temp, tempting. I don't, I, don't know. I don't feel like he's really tempting them. I think that he's actually just trying to, like, pull God's lie. Because mm-hmm. God has pretty much lied to them and said, like, if you eat this fruit, you're going to die. And obviously mm-hmm. that doesn't happen. He just doesn't want them to have, like, the ability to know things. Mm-hmm. Which is why, you know, they're, they're ignorant. They're ignorant of their nakedness. They're ignorant of their purpose, pretty much. Except to just, like, name shit and frolic, I guess. Mm-hmm. Which, which is okay, like, if you want that. But also, like... And I mean, today, as we know, with all of the whole Black Lives Matter thing, ignorance mm-hmm. is not bliss. Nope. It just allows things to go uncovered for longer periods of time, which ruins things for other people. Exactly. Basically how I view this story is like ignorance versus bliss. We have ignorance, 
which I feel like is more closely represented by God in this stance because God already knows everything. So he wants his creations to be ignorant of everything that he knows because God has a God complex. <laughs> He's like, I want you here and just to like sit and like name everything. And I'm just gonna put these trees here. Okay, but like why put the trees there? If you're gonna get so shitty fucking titty at the serpent <laughs> for, for, you know, like sharing the secret, then why'd you put the tree there in the first place? He has to give them, you know, free will, even though the but free will is not going to. But he doesn't really want them to have free will because yeah. he gets pissed at them when they when they know shit. Uh-huh. Exactly. And so it's not technically free will at that point. No, it's not. Like, the free will comes after that they have the knowledge and that they still choose to follow God. That's free will. That's the difference here. Mm -hmm. And so it's ironic that they're all like, well, you know, I'm just going to put this here and I'm going to get pissed at you even though I put it here. It's like, it's like so, it's like putting like, it's like when you're, when you have a dog and you mm -hmm. put like a treat on like the couch and you don't want your dog to get on the couch mm -hmm. but then you put the treat on the couch and so all the dog can smell is the treat on the couch exactly. and then you get pissed when the dog gets on the couch there's this really good um, bad owner <laughs> bad there's this really good it's i think it's kind of like a challenge that people are doing on um on social media and it's like, like we have more challenges we have, there's so many challenges God. There's like new ones like every week, but this I'm one gonna is gonna get like, wet for ALS. <laughs> People, oh my god! <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm pretty sure I have a video of me doing. Yeah, I did the challenge on. Yeah. Follow um, me on Instagram, Bruna Ferris Wheel. Emrico Blackwood, and we're gonna uh, be making the Religion Made Me Do It uh, podcast Instagram page. Yeah, it's it's out there. It is. It is. There's nothing on it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but we will. TBA soon. T -B -A. soon. Um, but the challenge is, like, the parents, they, um, ha they, like, put their, like, little baby in front of a camera, and then they give the baby, like, some Fruit Loops or something, and they're like, hey, don't, don't eat it yet, don't eat it yet, I'm gonna go away, okay, I'm gonna come back, don't eat it yet, and so it's just cute to see, like, what the baby does. Yeah, and it's funny because a lot of the babies are, like, they don't. But they're so cute about it. Like, they're thinking, you watch them think through the process and, like, look at him and be like, mm, no, okay, probably not. But, like, looking for the parents around the corner. <laughs> right. So, like, I don't, I, I'm not going to lie. Like, I think that some of those things are, like, cruel. Like, to tempt to, like, people with things that they want and that they're, in a sense, like, allowed to have. Yeah. Like, my parents always used to get, like, mad at me, like, if I was playing with, like, other people's, like, pets or whatnot, mm -hmm. and, like, you just tease, like, the animal too much with the tree, and you never give it to them. Mm -hmm. Like, that's cruel. Mm -hmm. You know? And so, I, I, well, obviously the parents are, like, letting their kids eat after. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I'm but, just, but, like, the whole, like, I know you really want it. It's, like, if you were to, like, hover food in front of, like, a person that hasn't eaten, mm -hmm. and, like, and they're starving. Yeah, like oh. <laughs> I don't think anybody's doing that. I know, but in my opinion, I feel like God's doing this to oh, true yeah. to yeah. to man and woman. So yeah, we yeah. dive back in the story. Yes, so yeah, I think that it's just pretty fucked up that God decides to put those trees there, and then he's like, oh no, <laughs> I just like that. Yeah, just That's how God sounds. sounds. And so pretty much, I don't think that the serpent is wrong. At all. I don't even think that he's really, like, saying, like, do it. I feel like he's just, like, 
you know, that's not true. Like, Maybe there's another way that we can go about this. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, I'm doing, I'm doing fine, you know? Yeah, and he's like, Obvious, obviously the serpent knows shit. Yeah. Like, obviously the serpent has, is, is not ignorant to, like, what the trees can do. And I don't know if this is all the animals and all the animals know this, but apparently this one snake can talk. And it's like, hey there, so you know about that tree. You know about that tree, man. Um, I wonder if all the animals could talk. I don't know. Um, but anyway, so like the snake can talk, and I think that he's just kind of like deconstructing God's lie. Because God told them, if you eat this fruit, you will surely die. Mm -hmm. And then guess what? Like, they don't die. Because it's not... Well, they die eventually. They just, like... But they don't reach die their to... mortality. But they were mortal to begin with because the tree of life has yes, immortality. Which, which they don't mention until later. But you find out that if they were to eat of the tree of life, that they would become immortal like God. Mm -hmm. So they are already mortal. So it's not like that the that eating of the fruit the tree of knowledge of good and evil means that they'll die. But I do have, I do have like a side thing to say. Like, I feel like maybe like God telling them that if they eat of the fruit that they'll die, maybe that means like their ignorant selves will die. Mm. Which I think is a very fair statement given their that. Their joy. Yeah. <laughs> Your joy will die. <laughs> yeah. Which I don't think is true. Yeah. You know, I think that these people, like if, if they did exist, probably not. No. <laughs> no. Probably Sorry. Not. But like if they were real people, that, you know, I mean, obviously, like, bad shit happens to us, and we don't, like, completely lose all joy. Like, yeah. There's still hope. Yeah. And and that's, like, what God is supposed to be to a lot of people, like, their little hope. But God's just like, fuck you! <laughs> well, this is, this really gets at that, like, core concept of Christianity, Christianity, that, like, by nature, we are, like, hopeless creatures, which... Like, I've personally found since separating from Christianity, like, I have more hope than I ever have had before in my Same. life because of the split. And yeah, like, I find that I have more hope too because I don't have to like worry and freak myself out so much. Like, am I gonna go to hell? Is this it? Is this, is it? <gasps> yeah, like, every single mistake that you have, like, I mean, there, there is the concept of like, giving it to God or whatever, like, releasing it to Jesus. But, like, being in a constant state of repentance is, in some ways, kind of, like, living in the past. Right. And always, like, feeling like you have to eventually pay for everything that you've done. Like, that... Mm -hmm. I feel like that kind of, like, leads to a life of regret mm -hmm. rather than fe feeling fulfilled. Yeah. And also, like, this idea that God's looking out for you. Well, God wasn't really looking out for... For Adam and Eve, because he put these things there. Mm -hmm. Like if he, if he wanted to look out for them, and if if being ignorant was really what he wanted from them, which it seems to be. Yeah. Because I think God in this story represents the whole ignorance is bliss tactic. Because in theory, he could have just created a pure, joyful world. Right, and that would have been perfectly fine. Yeah. Because. You know, and it kind of, like, goes into the whole thing. Well, do you really think, like, God created evil because God can't be around evil? And if God is, like, really as powerful as people make him out to be, then, yeah, he would have had to. Yeah. Because they believe that before the world and before God, like, there was nothing. Mm -hmm. If there was even before a God. Yeah. So I don't... 
And also, the, like, a lot of people attribute the um, evil in the world to Satan when in theory, I mean, if Satan's a fallen angel and God made that angel to have a propensity to be evil, then God created evil. Right. So, right. So it's kind of like a double standard of, like, mm -hmm. God wants the best for people, but I think that really God just wants people to be ignorant and live in a bubble and not really, especially based on this story, just do what he wants instead of actually what is better for them. Mm -hmm. Because it's not about them, it's about him. Mm -hmm. Because these people, in my opinion, I know that you disagree, but like, mm -hmm. I feel like he's put these people there to be his worshipers, mm -hmm. to make himself feel better. Like he has a legacy, he's made the earth and all these creatures and everything in it, but like, this is your purpose. And that's not really looking out for what they want or the things that they need or what would be better for them. It's about what's better for God and mm -hmm. what makes him feel more powerful and glorious, which is why I say again, God has a freaking God complex. <laughs> so, yeah. So, again, let's just go back to the story. <laughs> so, yeah. So, sir, so she eats it, obviously. And part of the reason that she eats it isn't just because it's like normal fruit and it looks good, but it's also because she knows now that if she eats the fruit, it's not going to kill her because that's a lie. Thanks, God. And also because it's going to give her knowledge of the world. And so she's actively taking a stand in her life saying, I don't want to be ignorant. I think Eve was the first feminist. Right. Retweet. Yeah. yeah. Go Eve. Yeah. Just she wait. was like, I want more than this. I want to know more than I have been forced to know. Right. And some people are going to say like, well, she had a perfect life. Why did she need to like know more? And... I guess, like, to an extent, like, that's a, a great example, but, like, as children, we don't know more, and I don't mm -hmm. think that that's, like, inherently a bad thing. Like, I guess that that's okay, but, I mean, part of understanding good things is knowing that there are bad things, too. Mm -hmm. I think most people would prefer to be, like, a fully realized adult rather than an ignorant child. Right. And because that's people, what's happening with Eve right now. She right. doesn't want to be an ignorant child. Right. And, like, we even notice that children don't get a lot of credit because they're viewed as being mm -hmm. ignorant. And that's not a great feeling either. No. Like, I hope that if I have children that I don't treat them like they're completely stupid. And that, like, you know, you need to do this because I said so. That's God. not a reason. I, I love talking to kids like they're adults. I do too. Because they deserve to be treated as... like some wine, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> but I hate, I remember specifically, I hated um, being talked down to because I'm a child. Same mm -hmm. as like, just because I'm younger, I hate being talked down to by people that are viewed as more wise because they're Kids older. Kids are way fucking smarter than we give them credit yes, for. Yes, they are. And so like, for me as a kid, when somebody told me to do something and asking why and people getting pissed at me, like that didn't feel good mm -hmm. because like, because I said so is not a reason. That's not, that's not a real reason. Like, I don't care if you told me to do it or not. I want your reasoning for me to do it. Like, do you want me to do it because, like, you know, you're going to, like, fall ill or something? Like, do you not want me to do it because you care about me? Like, what's wrong with, like, being honest with people? Mm -hmm. like, it's important. And by telling a kid, because I said so, you are, like, encouraging from a very young age a child that's going to grow up to be an ignorant adult. Because they're just going to accept things that are given to them. Like, oh, our current system 
that, you know, operates today, oh, well, I can't do anything about it. Right, but I think that it's, like, very similar to how people that are, like, super believers in the Bible and fundamental Christianity, Mm -hmm. this is true in the Bible because the Bible says so. Ooh, this one, oh, and and I, I love the girl that I had this conversation with but we were we were talking about Christianity and she was trying to like get me to like believe in how she felt. But the, I asked her, I was like, why do you know what you know? And she told me, I know because I know because I know. And I said, that's not a good reason. No, it's not. <laughs> because you, 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 if you just say like, oh, like this is blue. Well, it's not blue. It's blue. This may be a different blue than somebody else's blue. If somebody's colorblind, this is a blue. Right. So it's just encouraging people to grow up without like acknowledging other perspectives. Right. So that's what's God. That's what God is doing with Adam and Eve. He's saying because I said so. Yeah. And that's not good enough for Eve. Yeah, so and fuck so... Fuck yeah, Eve. You eat that papaya or whatever it is. Yeah, whatever. I like to think it's a papaya. You know, I feel like a papaya is like a good, like, primitive kind of fruit. Yeah? Like, I feel like you just imagine it being like an old-timey, like, fruit kind of thing. Papaya is just one of those tastes that you can't explain. I'm not a fan of papaya. Me either. But, you know... I hope she liked it. Not trying to hate on any papaya fans Yeah, sorry. there. Yeah. Yeah. If you like your papaya, you eat your papaya. We've already, we've ostracized Kentucky and now fans of papaya. Did we also ostracize can- Canadians? Did we? I don't I like, like Canada. I love Canada. I love Canada. Canada's Canada. a beautiful country. We need to adopt a lot of Canada's policies, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's another topic. Yeah. Canada. So she eats the fruit and then she knows things. And so, because she obviously doesn't think that this is that bad, she offers it to her to Adam. She's like, this is a good shit. Yeah, she's like, this was worth it. This yeah. was great. And then... Uh, <laughs> and then, so, like, they realize they're naked, which, you know, is the symbolic, like, we're not ignorant anymore. Like, we understand higher concepts. And so, like, when God comes to the garden to, like, check on them and shit, which... You know, like, if you believe in, like, an omniscient God who would have already known that they... Yeah. So it's almost like he was expecting it. Yeah. Which is equally as fucked up. Mm-hmm. Because he's about to punish the shit out of them. And he's all-knowing, so he knows past, present, and future. He knows that this is going to happen. Right. So they're doomed to begin with. Yeah. So, like, so why, God created evil. So why put the tree there in the first yeah. place? Retweet. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. God 2020. <laughs> 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 and so, like... He's like, where the fuck are you? And like, he's like, I'm hiding because we're, we're naked. <laughs> and and God's like, you ate of the you ate of the fucking tree, didn't you? And they're like, well, yeah, it was good. And like, and and God and man's like, well, the woman told me to do it. And so of course he's got to throw the woman under the bus, like. Mm-hmm. And and she and she throws the serpent under the bus, but like I really don't think that the serpent is really at fault here. I don't think that any of them are at fault because they were just trying to have a better understanding. And if you believe in a god that put all of this into motion, they're just following the plan. Yeah. So yeah, like why God? Why'd you put the tree there? Mm-hmm. Like that. If I was Adam or Eve, I would have been like, why? Why'd you do this, God? Yeah. Why'd you fuck me over like this? Like you literally bent me and fucked me. <laughs> 
Goss is like, bite the pillow. I'm going in dry. Are we going to use this phrase every podcast episode? What? To, to bend over and fuck. First I bent it, then I fucked it. <laughs> yeah, so I, I really feel like God has done them a disservice here. And I feel like a lot of people's perspectives on this story of like immediately, like it's woman's fault. Mm-hmm. Like it's not... I, I don't see this as man's fault. I view this as a God's problem. Well, they, they, they also use it to justify Eve's place in the world and women's subjugation to men because they're like, oh, you're going to have painful childbirth and you're going to be lesser than your husband and he's going to rule the house. And right. She was already like that from the beginning. Yes, because God made her that way because he's already subjected her to that fate because he made her of man. He didn't make her from the dust like he made mm-hmm. man. He made her of man, which is why he names her woman. Mm-hmm. So it's it. So people are like, well, she shouldn't have done it. And it's like, no, she was already bound to be this way. And it's not fair. Mm-hmm. And when he curses them, he curses the snake, you know, <laughs> probably the worst. And like, oh, you're going to crawl on your belly and eat dust and shit. <laughs> which obviously, like, if you if you wind up on a soft blanket, you can't go anywhere. Yeah. Which, obviously, snakes can't walk. They, they do, like, crawl. Well, they slither. But, yeah. but obviously, they ain't eating dust. <laughs> they eat other animals. I mean, Google they're, it. They're pretty They're pretty. Matt close. Geo. <laughs> At Matt Geo, can you sponsor us? Yeah, seriously, um, I love you No guys. free ads. But, so, I mean, if the serpent is, you know, slithering around all day, he's probably going to get some dust in his mouth just by proxy. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Listen, Linda. <laughs> Linda. <laughs> to all the Karens out there. <laughs> all right, we're going to wrap up the story? Yeah, so he he curses all of them because they're not ignorant anymore, mm-hmm. which I think is fucked up. Like, yeah. when did we start punishing people for not being ignorant? Like, usually we punish people because of their ignorance. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. Wow. Mm. What a double standard. Mm. Huh, thanks, God. Um, so, yeah, so he makes Eve to where, like, her childbearing is very severe. Thanks, God. Um, and, yeah, yeah, and your desire will be for your husband, and he will rule over you. Uh, this is extremely God. problematic. This is why we have abusive relationships mm-hmm. and things of that nature, because women are always systematically made to feel lesser. Mm-hmm. And then Adam, he's like, because you listen to your wife, you dumb fuck. Because you're supposed to be better. Mm-hmm. And you listen to her, which should never be done. Because she's made of you. You're supposed to command her. It's just funny that it like reinforces this idea that men are like smarter somehow or should, yeah, and he's or not. should know better. And like women are just like, we're slaves to our emotions and blah, blah, blah. But like I see this play out in so many relationships today. Like, I, you know, men, I love you, but sometimes you can act so useless because right. nobody's taught you how to, you know, just like take care of yourself because it's like you go from having a mother who takes care of you in every right. sort of way. And because a lot of times like men aren't raised, you know, to take care of themselves, then they go on and they get a wife. Like they go through their bachelor phase of like literally just like floating, <laughs> like right. not really doing anything. And then find a wife who will take care of them. And then the second that she gets tired of that shit, he's like, why are you so mad? Like, what did I, I've done everything for you. What did I say? What did I say? <laughs> Cody Cohen, Noel, we love you guys. Yes. 
tiny meat game for life. Yeah. Um, okay, but yeah, but I also think that this is exemplified in like um like movie tropes, especially like the seductress trope. Yeah. Where it's like there's this beautiful woman and she's basically fucked you over because you've fallen to her womanly wiles. And this is like I think part of where this comes from is like you gave in to the woman. Because she said that the fruit tasted good. And it's like, no. She actively took this fruit because she realized via the serpent that God had lied to them. And that this fruit that they were about to take part of would give them knowledge and give them a higher understanding. Eve was the first enlightened being. Yes. There you go. And yet, woman is still less. Yep. And her punishment is to have man rule over her, which is fucked up. It's really yeah. fucked up. Like, that's not okay. No. Like, yeah. Fuck the patriarchy. Love Fuck you, Brian. Fuck the patriarchy. <laughs> but we love Brian. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so, and, and Adam's punishment is just like, because you listen to your wife, you must not, and you... You know, your, your ground is cursed. You You're got to have to work a bunch. Yeah. Oh, oh God forbid. <laughs> yeah. And like I said, like I mentioned before, like a whole bunch of people that are in support of this story are like, well, why couldn't they just be happy? Like, why couldn't, why couldn't she just be happy? And that's not fair. Because I think that being, by being ignorant, that doesn't really make us happy. It just allows things to be continuously just buried. Mm-hmm. And that's not happiness Mm -hmm. happiness is choosing to do things yeah humans are wanting creatures by nature we like by like design i guess evolution but i mean in this case it's not evolution technically it's god it's god but you know we're wanting creatures because we want to survive and we want to find that next thing that's going to make us happier or more fulfilled or like closer i mean i i find it and you know trying to be closer to god or what i see as a god right and like to just stick some people in a garden and be like oh yeah just stay here this is all you get for your whole life it's like the allegory of the cave yeah like where they're in darkness and they can't see anything Mm -hmm. and then one of them finally ventures out and it's like wow i see so much now Mm -hmm. and so like to me in this story god is ignorance and the serpent is truth Mm -hmm. and you know there's like a whole bunch of like literature and television and movies that talk about this whole concept of like truth and what that looks like and a lot of the time like when we when they visit truth, and especially in like movies, it's always like it's too much. Mm-hmm. But obviously not, because she was fine. Yeah. They just got cursed out of this garden and had to like work and had children and like yeah. But I'm pretty sure that they probably have felt more fulfilled mm-hmm. because they've had more. And the reason that they didn't before is because they didn't know any better. Yeah. And so it's just like the blind leading the blind. Yeah. Or, and. And not in this case, because God knew everything and was like, no, you just need to stay like this because you're perfect for me that way. It's selfishness. Yeah. It's like this God doesn't want, like I said before, what's best for them. It's a selfishness. Mm-hmm. It's like, I need what's best for me. I created you and this is all you're good for to me. Mm-hmm. And when you, and even though I put these things here, which is confusing to me. And I'm yeah. never going to get over that. Like, if God didn't want these things to happen, why'd you put it there? Why, God? Mm-hmm. Why? 
Yeah. Don't get it. And so, and, and then he's like, well, I'm pissed now because they did it. <laughs> <laughs> so, fuck you, and I'm putting you out of the garden, and uh, Angel with a flaming sword is going to guard to the way. That's kind of metal. Yes, but it also <laughs> says, like, the reason that he puts um, the angel there is to guard the tree of life so that man can't become immortal. Mm. So he's like, okay, well, I guess, you know, <laughs> which is crazy. Like, that's what he should have done if he was going to put the tree there in the first place. He should have put the angel there to guard the damn tree. There you go. Yeah, and so... Could have done it in the first place. Yeah. God's not about preventative measures. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently not. He's just like, oh shit, I fucked up. Gotta do something about well, this. Well, okay, but also, like, with the whole flood story that we covered in the last episode, mm -hmm. obviously it, he is a little bit preventative because he decides to flood the whole world <laughs> and start over because... Before y'all can fuck any more shit up, we're just gonna... Done. Yeah. Done. I do, on the other hand, I do like looking at the story from, like, like I, I love reading, like, ancient text because you have to wonder what humans are going through when they write these texts and like this is just like a classic example of humans trying to understand pain like they're trying to understand why does why does why is life so hard why does life kind of suck sometimes why do why do i have to work all day and toil and like it's because of the woman and it's because of the woman you know that goes back to that <laughs> but in a more peachy sort of sense but then they also explain, you know, why why do women have such like horrible, awful childbirth, uh, childbearing? It's because of the woman. I guess it's because of the woman. Yeah, which it's I don't like the way that they went about it, but it it is this way that humans are all we are always trying to reckon with our pain, and I think this text, if you read it in a way that's like. Okay, what what were they thinking? They were just trying to figure out, you know, what they're doing here and why they're here and like who created us? Why are we here? Right. It's like the first or not the first because there's a lot of, you know, more ancient text. Um but it's one of the earliest examples of humans like fully stepping into their like evolutionary capacity, I guess. Right. And it's like the first example of like self-actualization -actual -act right but i also think that it's like a little ironic that they choose to start the bible with this yeah i mean like yeah of course it's relatable especially if we look at it from like the whole trying to understand pain bit but i feel mm -hmm. like if you were gonna like use the bible to like glorify like god and what god is like why not start with like some god love yeah god's great well they weren't coming from a very good point in history i mean they're mm -hmm. they're like warring with other tribes and they're like we keep fucking dying off all the time <laughs> fucking cane <laughs> oh but yeah 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 so it's, it's a big one it's yeah a big story it's, it's a lot to unpack it really is like a lot of good thinking points like i was always taught when i was a kid that this story was like word for word true mm -hmm. like that adam and eve are real people and that this is how the world began yeah and now as i'm like older i'm like bullshit yeah and again it like i always like to mention if you're coming into this podcast you know maybe this is the first episode that you're listening to but like we are not like anti-christianity in any sort of oh, way no, 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 but not at all. it's more about the 
you know, just understanding why you're this, why you believe yeah, this. If you can back up your faith with a reason, even if you can't, I'll still respect you. Yes, exactly. Um, but if, if you can back it up by, you know, like just be a good person and like, don't hurt people and like try, like just, just everybody's trying their best. Yeah. It's, for me, it's like, if you have good intent, I don't care. Mm -hmm. But where I have issue is with people that like my parents, for instance, that just throw on their beliefs on me and other people just because the Bible says so. And that for me is not a reason. Like this story is not, this story has given me like a lot of things to think about. Mm -hmm. Like if every time I like review it and stuff, I'm like, this is messed up. Mm -hmm. And I don't find myself fulfilled by believing in a God that would do this to people mm -hmm. and has like this, God complex of like I'm the greatest I'm powerful like you are here for me mm -hmm. even though like I gave you this and it's the same for me like having parents that like I am deserving of this because I had you and you respect me because I made you I didn't ask for this <laughs> I didn't I didn't yeah. ask to be born if I had been I might not I might have you know I probably wouldn't have Jesus, Brenda. <laughs> I mean, that's just my opinion. Like, I'm, I probably would have been okay not existing. I mean, I enjoy. You wouldn't know either way. Right. Exactly. I'm okay with my life. I, I enjoy living and things, but like, also, mm -hmm. I didn't have a choice. And yeah. so, like, if you're going to throw these things on me, like, that's not really fair. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. But yeah, if you're a Christian and you believe all this stuff yeah, is 100, percent like, that's great. We're not hating on you at all. It's just. The reason that we do this is to, you know, encourage critical thinking and to read through these stories and be like, start to wonder to yourself, like, it, it is okay to ask questions. That's the big thing. And that's something that I feel like has always been hammered into my head that uh -huh. this is word for word. This is not something that you question. And I hate that mentality. And that's part of the reason why I'm not a Christian anymore exactly. is because I hate this whole ignorance is bliss thing. And obviously people, some people that believe that this story are for the ignorance. They are for the belief in God just because he said so. Don't eat the tree because I said so. Even though it's there, because I said so. You don't do it because I'm your authority. Even though I haven't given you a choice, but yet I have because mm -hmm. I put the tree there. Don't do it because I said so. It's very selfish and I don't appreciate it. I'm not... I, I'm not part of the whole, I believe in the Bible and what it says because it's the Bible. That's not an argument. Mm -hmm. Like if you want to believe in the Bible and you believe that what it says is true, say, I believe that what it says is true because of my faith in it for blank, blank, blank reason. It gives me hope. It gives, like, that's a reason. That's a reason. That's a reason. Yeah. Yeah. That's if, a very if you, reason. yeah. And I hope that for most people that are devout Christians, that it would give you hope. And the story of Jesus is a very hopeful story. Yeah. Like the whole idea of, of goodness overcoming evil, very redemptive, very comforting. Mm -hmm. If you feel like you are afraid of everything mm -hmm. and that you have no hope and you're afraid of death and whatnot, this is a comforting story. If you do what's right, you'll go to heaven. You'll live for eternity with God in heaven. And he'll love you and great. But for me, that doesn't cut it. I like that you bring up the fear because I found that so many people who who say, I know because I know because I know, so many people who 
believe that way and or often do try to like put it on other people it comes from a place of fear because you yourself are fearing like if I doubt God if I ask any sort of questions like he's gonna be pissed and send me to hell hell. and because I don't know when I'm gonna die I just better do it now I better cover all my bases and just cover my ass and this is just like I think I mentioned this in like one of the previous episodes when I was a kid in church there was a little there was a family they had two boys the older boy I think he might have like been autistic or something something of that nature and was just always fearful of everything and I think that going to church and having it hammered in his head if you don't believe in God you're going to hell Mm -hmm. and if you like lie and steal and cheat like there's no like even though like you can be redeemed but if you don't do it like right after you do those things you're going to hell I think learning that from such a young age is so damaging to the psyche and for him it was because he was like especially if you have you know autism and i'm not sure i he might have i'm not sure if he did but i might have just been like slow yeah i feel like he might have had some type of underlying issue to make him that fearful of Mm -hmm. those things i mean genuinely as a child and hearing those things it's scary anyway which is i think why when you're a kid and you're going to bible school that they tend to focus more on like the happier stories Mm -hmm. but also or they sugarcoat it yeah they sugarcoat uh, like cover up the bad parts of the story right and for me like i feel like ours didn't sugarcoat it as much and i was personally taught like if you do these things are gonna go to hell and like that's that's scary as a kid when you feel like in, if, if you don't have like any other understanding because you're a kid that's a scary thing to think that you're mm-hmm. gonna sit in a burning ring of fire with your worst nightmare mm-hmm. for eternity and so this kid he was like I gotta get baptized like now and yeah. he's like three years old yeah And it's like, you can't decide whether or not you believe in the conviction of Jesus Christ at that age. Like, you're doing it. You have no, you have literally no sort of frame of reference. You have not fully understood death. You don't fully understand anything. You don't fully understand pain yet. Right. Like, all you know is that, like, my mom and dad are teaching me this thing and like I trust them because they feed me and they like clothe me and they like you know I have a roof over my head and so you go along with it and so it becomes so deeply ingrained with us from such a young age that when we start asking questions we feel like our literal like our root is threatened and I see this happening so often with adult Christians who like when you start asking them questions they feel so threatened and like I love my parents so much who are very devout Christians and like I think they're very good people and but having conversations sometimes is very hard when you're talking to people who like this is this is it you know they don't want to question anything and yeah because they, they're disappointed yeah because they feel they're afraid for you mm-hmm. like and I mean, my parents are very devout, and I don't think that there's anything wrong with that, but because I don't believe and because they know that, they're fearful for me. Mm -hmm. They're sad. They're like, I have failed. And I'm like, Mom and Dad, you didn't fail. Because I think differently, I feel like that's some success. Exactly. Because we're different, and that's okay. You know, uh-huh. and, and but I also understand, like, if you're a parent and you believe that if your child doesn't believe they're going to hell, like, yeah, that's sad. Mm-hmm. 
But I also think that that's kind of like a messed up way of thinking about it too. Yeah. And like with this kid that was so fearful, I'm pretty sure that he got baptized like four or five times between oh. like the age of like zero and ten. Just God. because he was like, I, 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 I didn't want to share with my brother, so I'm going to go to hell. Let me get baptized again and again yeah. and again. And it's like, that's not right. And I'm really, like, ashamed that no one was ever, like, compassionate for this kid and was like, you don't have to do this. You're okay. Like, you're, okay. you're, like, just you're the safe. way you are. You're, you're safe. safe. Like, kids just want to feel safe. And loved and, and nurtured. Them, when you tell them that there is a threat of eternal fire, like, they don't know, like, the concept of, like, the next five minutes. Like, I remember telling my, like, I was talking to my mom when I was a kid, I was, like, seven. I was like, oh, yeah, can I go over to, like, Sarah's house or something? And she was like, what? Like, it's too late or something. I was like, oh, I can go over there for an hour. And, like, as an adult, I see now that an hour is like, okay, you go and you drive and stay for an hour and then drive back. And then, you know, it's, it, yeah. you don't understand that as a kid because you don't understand the concept of an hour. You don't understand the concept of five minutes. You don't understand the concept of eternity. Yeah. So and then like bring like fire and brimstone into that mix and you have a child that's going to be like so panicking fearful. all the time. And that's what this kid was yeah. panicking about everything. Like looking over his shoulder, like Satan's following me. Like that's terrifying and I feel like that is if you have trained your child that way you have done a disservice to them and your religion because mm -hmm. to me believing in God just because you're afraid of going to hell is not good mm -hmm. that is not a reason mm -hmm. and I feel like that's where a lot of people stand it's like well I believe in it because it, it is what it is but also like I don't want to go to hell yeah and that's the only it's reason. like another like like I, I hear so many people talking about it in, you know, this, oh, well, like, heaven is this glory, glorious place, and Jesus wants the best for us, and God wants the best for us, and talking about the good things, but there is this, you cannot deny that there is an underlying um, aspect of fear of the death, fear of yeah. going to hell. What happens after this? I don't know. And, we, we, I mean, yeah, because you're constantly like, what if in fear of your own mortality that is no way to live. That That is anxiety. That is, you know, right. what I've been, like, reconciling with for the past right. like, five it, years. It, 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 it is anxiety-inducing, and it's, like, meant to be, and I feel like it's the whole part of, like, well, you need, you really need to believe just so, like, you, you don't go. And then you have, like, a whole, and, but then it's like, well, what if, you, you know, let's say God exists, and you get to heaven, and he was like, well, you know, I see that you pretty much checked all the boxes, but, like, you did this, and then they're like, what? What did I do? <gasps> what did I say? And then, and then it's like you get sent sent back to hell anyway. And it's like, well, what the fuck did I do? What was that for? Uh-huh. And so it's a fearful concept. And I don't like the idea of believing in God just because I'm afraid. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like if I'm going to believe in a God, I want to believe because he's powerful and I, I love him and he loves me. Not mm -hmm. this whole, well, if you don't, you're going to go to hell. And there is so much there, it, it's so strange because there is so much freedom in not knowing. There's like a weird, a weird sense of comfort, I don't know, personally, that I get from not knowing. And that's okay. And just like, I don't know what's going to happen in the next five minutes, but it's okay. I'm going to be here now. I understand what's happening now and I can change yeah. what's happening right now. But I'm not going to worry about, you know, how I'm going to die or where I'm going to go. And maybe it's like a positive light. 
that's what God was trying to say was like keeping them ignorant, keeping Adam and Eve ignorant. Yeah. But also for me personally, it's like I hate not knowing what's gonna happen. Like if I could know and I could choose and change the outcome for things, if I knew that something wasn't gonna go great, I would. Mm-hmm. Because I'm a very anxious person and I, I like to know what's going on. Yeah. But also I'm not tremendously feared like every five seconds like oh no if I step on this crack in the floor is it gonna break my mother's back again (laughs) (laughs) again like it happens all the time I feel like that probably stems from like one time this guy like comes home and like his mom had her like back broken and for some reason he takes on I stepped on a crack I stepped stepped on a crack god damn it must have been it so he goes around and tells all his friends like in the superstitious way like if you step on a crack your mom's gonna fucking die god (laughs) damn it I just I find that this story is problematic to me and if it's not to you great like I'm really I'm really glad that you find conviction and hope in this story but I don't I'm, I'm seeing some parts of it, like, as, you know, God is a father in this sort of respect. Yeah, and because, he's, like, disappointed. Children, not, not just disappointed, but in keeping them ignorant. Like, a parent's natural tendency is to shelter their children. Yeah. But we know at the end of the day that that's not right. So. Yeah, I mean, I think that it's okay to shelter your children to a certain extent. To a certain extent and at certain levels. But, like, also, we shelter our children from certain things because we know that they won't understand. Mm-hmm. But also, like, when they grow older, they we start we start to shed some of that and say, like... Like, we don't tell little kids about sex because they won't understand it. Yeah. But, like, we tell kids about, like, sex and those kinds of things when they're older because they understand those concepts more. Mm-hmm. And so I think that it's ignorant of God to think that his children are forever going to be benefited by staying dumb. Yeah. Unaware of everything because you got to realize that even his children got to grow too, which I think is what Eve is trying to like be like when she's curious about the fruit. Man, I love Eve. I do too. I love this bitch. She's a homie. (laughs) She's so good. (laughs) Shout out to Eve. Maybe we'll like make buttons. Oh yes, like, Eve is my bitch. Like Eve, Eve is my bitch. <laughs> Eve twenty twenty. Yeah, Eve twenty twenty. She could be our first woman president. I would be okay with that. I would be very okay. She's with like that. striving for better. Eve was a baddie, we know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She like checked out all her options. She's like, God, God ain't working out, so I'm gonna try something else. Exactly. Go Eve. She's very um solution oriented. Yeah, I'm proud of her. Yeah. Proud of her. I'm sorry, Eve, that you've been, like, you and the rest of womankind has been yeah. shit on, like, continually, but we appreciate you. Thank you, Eve. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Um, anyways, I guess we should probably wrap yeah, up. Yeah, wrap up. But thank you so much for listening to, um, our talk and our ramblings. Yeah, I hope that we you found it beneficial and not just, like, completely demeaning. Yeah. Because, again, I just want to reiterate that if you... If you do believe in these things, that's fine. We are literally here to have an open conversation uh-huh. because my biggest pet peeve is people that are ignorant in religion. Yeah. Just because, like, I feel like this is something that you should think about. Mm-hmm. Thinking is good. Thinking is so good. I love to think. Knowledge is power, man. <laughs> Knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. Um, but yeah, we hope you enjoyed it. And, you know, if you have any comments, questions, or concerns, slide into our Instagram DMs or send us a uh, email. email at 
religion made me do it at Gmail, right? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Religion yeah. made me do it at gmail. gmail.com. Um, Send us an email. If you yeah. have questions, if you like have topic ideas. Yes, please suggest topic ideas. We want to be creating content for you guys that like you specifically want. Yeah, that is reflective on your beliefs and your experiences. Mm-hmm. If you want to share experiences with us, maybe we can do like an experience podcast where we talk about like some of the oh, things yeah. that people have experienced like in group their therapy. Yeah, it's like group <laughs> therapy. I mean, that's uh, cute. Yeah, talking in a mic is pretty therapeutic for me. Yeah, it's been really nice. Yeah, it's, it's nice. It's I, so I feel much. like I just get to dish out all of my shit. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, well, uh, yeah. Also, um, Instagram is up and running. Uh-huh. We can put links in the bio and whatnot for uh-huh. that. Um, what was the other link that we were gonna? Oh, the video of the snake. <laughs> Oh yeah, the Dracula's snake. snake. Yeah, we'll, we'll put a link to that too. Um, also, follow us at Brenna Ferris Wheel and Raquel Blackwood. On Brian, Instagram. Do you some promo. Uh, Brian sure. doesn't really use his Instagram, <laughs> but follow him. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, b.brian.c. Sick. Yeah. Do it. All right. Brian's a cool dude. We're very cool. thankful to have him. Very here. thankful for thank Brian. Brian. Thank you, Brian. We love you. All right. Well, thank you again for listening. Thank um, you so much. We'll be back in the next episode. Yeah. Hope you have a great day. All right. Or night. Yeah. It might be two a.m. Yeah. Midday. That two a.m. is a good time to listen to afternoon. Yeah. If you're questioning your entire existence. Yeah. Like crack open a cold one. <laughs> Unless you're hungover like us. And then probably go. Yeah. Drink a cup of coffee. Go to yeah. the coffee shop. Plug us in. Oh, yeah. Surround sound us with your parents. 